Hello and welcome to Jeanette's TV. I'm your host, Jeanette Burke. I am live on location at the Elevate Tech Conference here in Toronto. And I'm standing with Andy Semachek. Yes. Who is from Forbes magazine. Correct. And he's also a, an international lawyer for immigration. Correct. So we're going to have a little chat here about... Um, first, tell us a little bit more about you and what you do. Sure. Well, I've, I'm a U.S. and Canadian immigration attorney. I've been practicing law for about 40 years now. I've helped over 10,000 people with various legal problems. I'm a former UN correspondent. I've published four books, and I write for Forbes. And what's your area that you write for, for Forbes? Investor immigration is the primary interest. Okay, so let's talk about immigration. We as Canadians, we welcome a lot of immigration every single year from all different countries, most notably now Syrian and Persian and uh, India and countries such as that are, are really coming into Canada, flooding Canada with our growth. But some of those cultures are bringing some problems along. And notably what I want to discuss today because the nature of my show is the problems that um, are happening to their women. Okay, so let's, it's been in the news. Uh, let's talk about why, you know, women are still subjected to such domestic violence and are being murdered. I mean, we have three cases in less than a year. A doctor who murdered his doctor wife and now two other cases in the news in the last month. Why is it so prominent? Okay, um, there's a uh, transition happening. People are coming from abroad, coming to, to Canada, and there is a cultural, shall we say, heritage that's coming with them. Uh, in the case of the, uh, the problem areas you've talked about, the ones you've identified, there is a um, problem with the um, view of women in the cultural background of the people who are coming to Canada and there's the issue for example one area of concern has been uh, Sharia law and how it might apply in Canada uh, relative to our own laws uh, Canadian laws or in the United States relative to American laws um, so these people uh, who uh, have been harming uh, injuring the women involved are completely off the radar scale I mean they're extremists in their views uh, of what women should be and how they should behave and clearly none of us in Canada or the United States uh, neither country can tolerate that kind of uh, attitude or that kind of lifestyle um, and also it seems like the women themselves can't so when they come here they're also trying to escape cultural mores right. and do different things with their life like be educated be professional get out of the home have other things going on which the culture them itself doesn't seem to allow them to do right there's this saudi woman who was escaping uh, saudi arabia and the lifestyle there and the expectations there and who came recently to canada and with the good fortune of uh, the foreign minister Christian Freeland was able to come here and is now settled here precisely for that reason that she was trying to escape the, the restrictions and the requirements that Saudi Arabia was posing on her so our job is to teach people who come to Canada uh, about our laws and the way we view 
uh, people and in society and particularly women uh, the the notion of uh, dignity respect and uh, equality of women and men uh, of all people in uh, Canadian society and of course in American society as well okay, so if women are coming here themselves applying to be immigrants and gain access to Canada and Canadian citizenship themselves what can they do like do, can they can they have power without their family can they get here and start a new life without their family what would be the process they can there's no problem in terms of someone applying and coming to canada they have to meet the same criteria that everybody does but i would uh, in large measure i would assume such women especially women in extreme situations would probably be claiming refugee status in canada one such claim can be based on gender alone that you know gender someone a woman may be not mistreated in terms of her uh, country of origin and they're raped or, or raped yeah and that would give a refugee status yeah so uh, once here um, like everybody else uh, they have to adapt to the life here and try and uh, settle and make a go of it here in Canada it's not easy uh, but at least here, hopefully, they'd be protected by our laws and uh, treated properly the way they should be treated as a human being anywhere. Right, because we don't accept killing and rampage and dismemberment as a form of punishment for, um, for being educated, for having an affair, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. We just don't do that here. Yeah. Um, uh, and then now they're subjected to the Canadian law, like the husbands are facing prosecutions. Okay, before we wrap this up, one quick other thing. Uh, we also see a huge problem in Canada with our Aboriginal women yes. who are also treated terribly yes. and uh, cannot escape sort of a vicious cycle of abuse, yes. of alcoholism, of drugs, and even of their children committing suicide. Do you have any comments to add on that? Okay. The entire discussion that we're having here is outrageous, outrageous behavior towards women. And I just want to leave the impression that I'm not, you know, calmly discussing this topic. I am deeply concerned about the topics you've raised, uh, including Aboriginal women. I think it's outrageous what's happening there as well. And uh, indeed, all these people deserve protection and our concern and help. But any woman, any woman who's treated in that way deserves to be uh, treated properly and, and deserves our concern and our help in terms of, I mean, it's any human being needs to be treated properly. Well, what can the government do to step in and help them a little more? Well, in the case of uh, like Canadian governments now... Um, We're in the middle of an election, right? Right. Well, the big thing that, uh, say, the current government has uh, been on is this uh, reconciliation effort. And as part of that, these missing Indigenous uh, women on that highway in particular in Alberta and BC, uh, the missing, children, uh, missing uh, women... Uh, so they've been uh, looking into that, investigating that, but it's a matter of enforcing the laws that exist properly and uh, doing your best you can to uh, protect people. And it also comes down to the actual local enforcement, yes. right? So on, in, in the Aboriginal communities themselves, in, in the, the lands themselves, right. that they have communities, they have their own uh, systems, they have to, it has to be enforced all the way through. Yeah, but it's here. It's here in the it's mindset of, of everybody, like you, me, everybody. You have to start off here. Um, but enforcement is 
the least that we can do in terms of turning things around. That's the bottom line what we have to do. But we have to do a lot more than that in terms of educating our people and treating our people properly and uh, calling out those people who are not treating uh, people in yeah, particular. St stronger um, punishment for sure. This is Jeanette Burke, your host, signing off for Jeanette's TV. Please remember to like, comment, and share all our posts with uh, everyone in your life, your friends, your family, your other females, and even males who can benefit from learning from this information. You will find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Pinterest, Google, Vimeo, YouTube, you name it, we're there. Hashtag Jeanette's TV. And until next time, continue to be fabulous.